Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. Tony, I, I, my first reaction is just, fuck yes, let's go. Socks fishing for choice. That's, that's where it all starts. It all starts taking care of business in-house in the central division. That's right, I'm a meatball. You gotta bring that top button swag, baby. It is always great to beat the Cubs. And I'm a homer, so I always say they're gonna. Dallas Keuchel Lampson got some beards that you should be afraid of. What everybody said when he gets out there, it's me versus the other guy, and I'm gonna beat him. So I just love that mentality. It's cool and fucking tough. Steve, Steve, would you say that Tony is mad online? I, I would definitely say that. The White Sox winner. Hello, White Sox fans. It's Tony and Steve live together in person. Steve Crackham. Cheers to a White Sox winner. Nice little family Sunday get together. Anthony, we got to start this thing off with one question. We saw the return of a very prominent member of the Chicago White Sox today. None other than Mr. TA7. Let me ask you this. Would you say that he set the tone? Steve, I would say that he set the tone. I think I think that's a perfect way to put it here. Tim Anderson set the tone. That's what we like to see. We were out here setting the tone today in uh, in the Garaje de Marchese. We were setting the tone early. We were setting the tone early. We were having some drinks. Uh, and now we're here. A couple, two, three pops. Talking to everybody. Kirk Zappa's in the house with a, a, a Detroit Sox. We've said that a fair amount of times today. Uh, Soxide Mike, happy Sunday to you. Happy Sunday, fun day. Family Sunday here at Sox on Tap. Steve, it's great to take in a 10-1 to victory over the Detroit Tigers. I can't think of a better way to spend a Sunday. Anytime that you know you can get together with, uh, with those that are close to you and watch the Sox, just put it on the Detroit Tigers – it just makes for a great day. And then you throw in a couple of two-tree pops along yeah. the way. Yeah, I mean, cheers. Th- does it get any better than that? Because I don't think it does. I don't think it does either. Steve, 10-1 to victory over Detroit. Let's get into this just a little bit. Tim Anderson right out of the gate. The guy that we all showed up to see. Setting the tone with a double just to lead it off. I'm expecting some major fireworks from Tim Anderson this season. I think that that was exactly what you wanted to see today. Uh had multiple doubles in this game. Extra base hits are cool and tough. Thoughts on Tim Anderson, his first at-bat of the season. I thought it was majestic, poetic. I think we all expected Tim to go go out there, set the tone, start fast, and he delivered right out of the chute, leadoff double, going out there, getting this team energized right away, right off the bat, setting things up for Luis Robert then to, fo- to follow up, and, and then the train just kept on moving. And, Tim, we've all seen this for a couple of years now. He is the igniter. He is the engine. He is the straw that stirs this collective drink right here. And he did not disappoint. And you love to see that. Sox getting on the board early in this, put up two in the first. We've seen this story before so far this season. The early offense, I'm loving it. You do. You you really love to see that. You like to see him go out there, have good quality at bats right away in that first inning, putting the pressure on the opposition and allowing their pitchers, especially Michael Kopech coming in, making his first of the year, giving him the opportunity to go out there and pitch with a lead early. So going out there, applying the pressure, just keep that train rolling. You love to see it. You definitely needed that. The Tigers came back in the second inning, score a run. 
you're kind of thinking, what's this ball game going to be like at this point in time? Because two one ball game in, in going into the third, and here comes that White Sox offense again, Steve. The ability to respond is something that I think is very important. The ability to respond sets Michael Kopech up here just a little bit better than what he he would have been faring. But I, I really love the ability to respond. We haven't seen that from a White Sox team over the course of our White Sox fandom careers. Talk to me about this response from the White Sox offense. You know, that is a very a very big thing. You know, obviously they went out, they jumped out to the two-nothing lead in the first inning. Detroit answered back in the second inning, as you as you mentioned there, Anthony. And then to see the offense immediately go out there, top of the third, say, you know what? It's a one-run game. We're gonna go, we're gonna put our foots on their throat again right away make this thing a 4-1 lead, and then it just didn't stop after that. They kept the intensity this entire game. They were going out there. They were looking to go out and dominate the Detroit Tigers here today. Again, just quality at bats up and down the lineup throughout here. I mean, you look at this. The only guy in the lineup today that did not have a hit was Reese McGuire. So you're mixing in. You get get 12 hits out of eight different guys today. That's what you want to see. You want to see balance up and down the lineup. Obviously, T.A., the igniter, getting three hits right up, right out of the shoot there. But, again, just the balance, one through nine, that's the type of thing that you really want to see right now, and it was nice today. You just look at this batting order, Steve, and look where the run production comes from. Right in the middle of the order, Abreu, Jimenez, Vaughn, Harrison. Those are the guys in the middle of the order. Those are the guys who are driving in runs. That's a recipe for success for any baseball it, it really is you know and the one thing that's really encouraging because i've been told on uh this website i believe it's called uh twitter or, or twitter.com twitter.com that um that andrew vaughn is nothing more than a right-handed platoon bat and now he's hit um let's see he's got two home runs in in three games here this year this one coming against a righty he he had another hit against a righty yesterday i mean is it fair to say that maybe just maybe a guy that wasn't afforded the opportunity to work his way up the minor league system and have a normal development curve might be learning how pitchers are attacking him in his second major league season. It would be interesting to see Andrew Vaughn just get those, those regular at bats. And and I'm a Gavin Sheets guy. So I'll say this, Steve, and and you're right here. That's your baby boy. That's my baby boy. I love Andrew Vaughn's plate approach. I love the way he attacks Pitches. I love what I've seen from him so far. A guy Kirk Zappa in here uh, with Andrew Vaughn off to the hot start. I think he is driving this offense right now. If you look at this, Andrew Vaughn's really driving the offense right now. You saw from MLBTradeRumors.com today, the Oakland Athletics. That was the asking price for uh, Sean Manea. That was the asking price for Frankie Montes. There's a reason why teams want guys. They want guys like Andrew Vaughn. They're New to the league, cheaper contracts, can drive the ball. This guy's playing in the MLB, in the lineup, basically right now every day getting those at-bats. Why wouldn't you want Andrew Vaughn right now? The other thing about it is when a generally smart team like the Oakland A's says, Andrew Vaughn is a guy that we are targeting, that we need to come back to us as part of a deal for a significant starting pitcher that would help your team, that gives me pause. Let's, let's hit the way back machine a little bit. When Jeff Samarja was acquired by the White Sox, the player that went 
to the Oakland A's, one of the players that of significance was Marcus Simeon. Marcus Simeon, a guy who all of White Sox. And so where are we at right now with Marcus Simeon? That's a great question. All of White Sox Twitter was just clamoring for him to come back this winter. So that was a guy that Oakland targeted that at the time, White Sox Twitter said, "Eh, you know, you can get rid of him. It's fine. It's fine. Look what happened. I generally think that the Oakland A's are a very smart organization, smarter than the White Sox. So if they see something in Andrew Vaughn, if they say this is a middle-of-the-order type of bat for an extended period of time, that would give me a lot of pause personally. I mean, I just think that it's interesting to see the reports today about Andrew Vaughn being the coveted uh you know, White Sox piece to a deal to go acquire some starting pitching. It starts to make sense a little bit to me, like where Rick Hahn is, because that's got to be the starting piece for not only the Oakland Athletics, but a lot of other teams, I would think. And it kind of sucks if we if we take a little bit back from just this White Sox game today, kind of sucks that that's where you're at, because how do you go make a move now to just fend off the Lucas Giolito injury, the Lance Lynn injury, was Johnny Cueto just the only guy to kind of help patch this, Steve? I don't know where we're at here because I'm not comfortable with parting with Andrew Vaughn just personally. I'm not either. This is where they're obviously in a very precarious position because of the shallowness of the farm system overall. Thank you, Nick Hofstetler. Um, but at the end of the day, I just I struggle to think that a move of consequence is going to happen until June or July so that some of the guys that are currently in the system, whether it's, you know, a Colson Montgomery, a Wes Kath, um, you know, a, a Jared Kelly or a Matthew Thompson, some of these guys being given the opportunity to build their value back up. I think that's what it's ultimately going to take for the Sox to be able to go out and acquire a pitcher of significance that is going to help them at the major league level if they are unwilling to part with a guy like Andrew Vaughn. And, and plain and simple, you're not parting with Andrew Vaughn unless you are getting a top-of-the-rotation quality arm that has at least three years of control. And I'm sorry, Frankie Montas is not that guy. So if that's the asking price from the Oakland A's, well, pound sand. And here we are. Here we are. So now you just got to weather the storm. Weather the storm. That's what we're doing here. And the Sox have done a very good job. They take two out of three in Detroit. Uh, Steve, just closing this ball game down a little bit. We talked about the run production coming from the middle of the lineup. You'd love to see that if you're a White Sox fan. Cracking beers on a Sunday afternoon, watching some White Sox baseball, 10-1. You can't argue with any of the offensive production through this series, I think. Uh, And that's something that I was a little bit concerned about coming into this series was how was the offense going to look? Because they had the pitching. It's the injuries there that are, that are concerning me now, but coming into this, I was more concerned about how is this offense going to start clicking in Detroit, in the cold, in April. And I see the run production right here. That's got me feeling pretty good. You feel very good about that. The thing that I come back to ultimately, while the results were, were very solid, the process and how they got to the results was the thing that was most encouraging to me, seeing the quality of the at-bats, them working themselves into quality hitters counts and doing damage. 
And that's something that I want to continue to see out of this group throughout the course of the season. This is something that, and, and I think this was commented on the broadcast. Um, I believe it was yesterday by, by Jason and Steven Stone that you're seeing a White Sox team with an approach and a level of patience that we haven't seen in a long period of time. That was something that started last season and it's having a carryover effect here to this season here. We saw them drive up pitch counts on Eduardo Rodriguez, on Casey Mize yesterday, and then today again on Tarek Skubal, just working themselves into quality hitters counts. And even when you're getting into those 2-0, counts, doesn't mean you got to take a pitch, but you're looking one pitch, one zone to drive, and they were doing damage on that today. Again, that's the approach, and that's how I want to see them continue to go about this on a game-in, game-out basis. Get yourself into those hitters counts and go look to drive the baseball. And, yes, Monty Grandal is the perfect guy to have in your lineup. Mm-hmm to do some of that stuff, but I love the fact that it's kind of rubbed off on a few of the other guys as well. hundred percent. I mean, Yaz is really the poster child for that Um, was commented on. I think it was yesterday that no player in the league percentage wise swung at fewer pitches last season than Yasmani Grandal. Um, You know, you hate to see that for the, for the batting average only crowd. When you see a guy go out there and be as productive as he was only hitting, you know, 230, 240, that's, that's a real tough scene for you guys, but that just goes to show that you can do damage by being selective up there, getting yourself into quality hitters counts and looking to drive the baseball. Steve, before we like just get into opening day on the South side, I want to talk about Michael Kopech real quick. Four innings of baseball for him today. Only gives up two hits, one and run, two walks, three strikeouts. Thoughts on Kopech today? I thought ex- like what you got from him was pretty much exactly what I expected to see from Michael Kopech. And if this is what you get from him for the first few months of the season, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this stat line. Obviously, the offense is going to have to show up behind him. Very serviceable. Got himself in a little bit of trouble for a bit there. But overall, I'd rather have Michael Kopech going four innings for me than two innings out of the bullpen at this point, especially given the current circumstance with the White Sox starting rotation. Yeah, yeah, it was a little bit of a mixed bag. I mean, he particularly in that first inning, his fastball command was not uh, particularly strong was working behind in counts with regularity at that point. I would say by about the third inning or so, he started to kind of rectify that situation. And that's going to be the key for him ultimately. Very similar to what we see out of Dylan Cease. You got to go out there and you got to establish fastball command and then allow you to then sprinkle in and work in those secondary offerings. Um, It all starts with pounding first pitch strikes with the fastball with Michael Kopech and particularly elevating it at the top of the zone. If he's able to do that with consistency, he's going to be much more successful. And we saw that second, third inning of, of this game here today. So um, nice little building block for him, you know, going out there, giving them the four innings. Um, I personally thought that he was only going to go about three today. So being able to get those additional three outs, I mean, that's, that's big. The fewer outs that you're ultimately going to, require this bullpen to cover particularly early on in the season as you are without Lucas Giolito and without Lance Lynn the better off they're going to be long term here so uh, for him to be able to go out there and and do that today that was that was pretty significant I thought it was as well I was happy with it you got some Kyle Crick action today 
some Matt Foster action today. Graveman, once again, working a clean inning. Uh, I think he's going to be a big addition to this bullpen. And we're going to track this down the stretch, Steve. We're going to talk a lot about Kendall Graveman this year, I think. And then Tanner Banks makes his major league debut. He goes two innings today. He does walk two, but he did strike out four Detroit hitters. Have a debut. Like if there's a if there's a time to make your major league debut, Steve, in a 10 to 1 ball game against the Detroit Tigers for the Chicago White Sox, strike out four Tiger hitters. I hope Tanner Banks celebrates appropriately tonight I, on I, Sunday fun day. Yeah, I will take that action all day. Obviously, given the injury to Garrett Crochet this year, this team is in need of a second left-handed reliever. Seeing what we saw from Bennett Souza in two separate outings this weekend, and then from Tanner Banks today, these guys are auditioning, and they're going to have to put themselves in a position to apply pressure to both Rick Hahn and Tony LaRusso to say, hey, we want that spot. We don't want to go back down to riding the buses in, you know, Charlotte and, and um, you know, Norfolk and some of those other cities in the International League. We want to stay up here with the big club, flying on the first-class planes, getting the big-end meal money. So go out there, keep shoving, keep getting guys out. This is what it's all about. This team needs that second lefty in there. So, hey, Let's. I'll take this action. This is a nice building block from both of them. Tanner Banks, you got to be happy about that. First time stepping on a major league field, going out there, striking out four and two innings. You can't ask for much more than that. No, you can't. You can't ask for much more than 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 Tanner Banks right now for this White Sox team. If there's names that are going to be on this as a storyline, I see Buzz on Tap has joined the join the comments. Burke Drake is in the house. He's in the house. It's family Sunday. Buzz's family. It's 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 great to see him here. We'll get to some of his comments in just a second. But Steve, Tanner Banks, White Sox, like legend named, right? Like we're gonna go back. There's gonna be some trivia facts about Tanner Banks if this team goes on to win a World Series. I will mean, they're not. I I mean, listen, you know, I go back to and I hearken to 2005. Big Neil Cox guy. Right? Neil Cox. Big Neil Cox. You know what I was trying to big, draw from big, you. You big know Neil, exactly what I was trying to Neil draw Cox, from Neil Cox, Damaso Marte, um, Luis Vizcaino. Luis Vizcaino. He Cliff Police. My guy. My guy. I, I almost want to just go back over there and like bust out the, the 2005 baseball cards right now. I mean, let's, let's go. Let's, let's, it's, it's the first Sunday victory, 10 to 1. Obviously, we're feeling great right now, but – Tanner Banks just has like White Sox legend written all over him. And so does Souza to this point. You know, yeah, I, I will definitely take that. Um, if both of these guys can go out there and just keep putting up zeros, keep getting pivotal outs when it is needed, man, this team's going to be in a much better position to weather the storm as they are without two of their big horses. And one of the biggest concerns that I have had with this is the strain and the taxing that is going to be placed on this bullpen, if these two guys can can step up and say, hey, we belong, we're going to be those guys, that's huge. I, I was just really concerned, Steve, about a tweet that you sent earlier this week where you were entering you know, ballpark territory, and you sent a photo, and there was the banners up going down 35th Street, and I saw Garrett Crochet 
R.I.P.I.P. And you you said like soon. And I thought when I zoomed in on the Garrett Crochet part of the banner, I was like, did you mean to say too soon? (laughs) Or soon we're going to be in lot B on Tuesday with Jello shots, beers, buzz, Johnny, the whole socks on tap crew. Everybody's going to be in lot B. Need you to describe what what you is, were actually trying to tweet. Was that, it too soon, Garrett Crochet, or is it soon we're going to be in lot B drinking a couple two tree beers and having a good time? Anthony, is that want, what is that what we in the business like to call a nice little segue? Yes, it is. Weird. Wow. Interesting, because if if my calendar serves me right here, we are just like, what are we? We're less than forty eight hours away from the home opener, folks. Back at thirty fifth and Shields, we're going to be back home. The party that's going to start bright and early in Lot B. Get there, put your fucking drinking shoes on, because it's go time. I feel like we could have set this up, and you know, it's it's New York's hottest party. But you know everybody's gonna be there. You can get a guy sliding through mud. You can get a guy sliding through mud. You might get a guy stone cold Steve Austining beers. Who knows? Anything can happen. It's the home opener. Yeah, there there are no. The only rule is there are no rules. It's the home opener at Thirty Fifth and Shields. Let's fucking go. Steve's gonna be there, so you know anything's gonna happen. We'll be out there. Look for the on tap Sportsnet flag hanging. Not be. It'll be close to Johnny's car. This car's red. You can't miss it. Red car on tap flag. Come out. Come drink. Come Ballpark mix pumping yes. already. DJ Nani hitting that mix. I heard Pat Comiskey's going to be there. Front of the show, Pat Comiskey. Big news if true. Yeah, big news if true. Pat Comiskey shows up. You know you're going to have a good time. It's going to be fun, Steve. We've got White Sox. We've got Seattle Mariners. We've got Vincent Vlasquez on the mound. Give me your game preview, Steve. My game preview is this. Jose Abreu is going to hit two dingers in the home opener. That's that's what's going to go down. You, I would like that. From you, a fireworks standpoint, I feel like that would be a great time for me. Listen, I, I think we really need to help Jerry stretch his fireworks budget, budget here in 2022. And I think Jose Abreu is just the guy to get that party started. Now, listen, everyone knows the home opener. It's the party of the year at the corner of 35th and Shields. And I think this team is going to want to come out there. There's going to be a lot of energy. There's going to be a lot of excitement in the crowd. People might have a couple two-tree pops in the parking lot beforehand. They might be feeling good. It could happen. It's not hashtag confirmed. But working I, to confirm. We're, we as as always here at On Tap Sports Now, we are working to confirm. I think that this team is going to feed off of that energy, and they're going to want to start fast. You know, Timmy might Timmy might smoke that first pitch for a base hit up the middle. Lou Bob, I'm going to follow suit. Who knows? Maybe Jose Abreu puts one on the fan deck for a three-run home. I'd love to see a Gavin Sheets bomb. Ooh, baby boy getting I'd love to see a Gavin Sheets bomb. Don't know who's going to be playing in right field or at the H during this day. I know we've got Vincent Velasquez. Admittedly, I don't have the the game preview up, so I don't know who the Seattle pitcher is going to be, Steve. I think I just checked, actually, and I think they have TBA. So So I don't think we even have a a, a confirmed starter yet. So you might see Gavin Sheets bomb on Tuesday. I would be ecstatic. I would be fucking through the roof. Fireworks, Jose Abreu, two bombs. Stretch the firework budget out. You know they're going to have fireworks 
while they're announcing players on the field. The Sox are going to win the game, so you know you're going to get some fireworks there. As many home runs as we can get, fireworks all around. I'm going to need something to cheer about because I don't even know what I'm going to be drinking. We're going to be drinking. Well, I don't know what I'm going to be drinking in the park. Well, look, we're going to be drinking a lot. I mean, the one thing I can tell you, one of the big reasons why I love the home opener so much is that, you know, you get the player intros down the field. They're they're driving them. Out Are they going to drive in in Chevys? They're going to drive. They're going to drive them in on the Chevys. They're going to stand up down the line. One of my favorite parts is the giant American flag on the field, and then you get the flyover, yes. and it just the the pomp and circumstance that comes with the home opener. Just bottle that shit up. And just in, inject it directly into my veins because I need it. I need it like I need air to breathe. So Sockside Mike's coming in here. Summer Shandy's on tap. Uh, now, I'm not doing no Summer Shandy. Like, Can somebody figure out a way that I can get Budweiser into the stadium? You know, I just need a couple two-tree. If I get a good tailgate in, I only need a couple two-tree Budweiser's. I, I was looking at this lineup. It might be Coors Light, Steve. I might have to do it in your honor and my good guy Jake Trojan's honor. I might have to go to Coors the Light. The Jake Meister for, for for this baseball season. But we've got a long we've got a long summer ahead of us, and I'm just I'm so sad, Steve. I feel so let down by this. I haven't had time to address it. I feel like Sunday Fun Days, the time to address this. Very disappointed in the new. Um, alcohol situation at Guaranteed Rate Field. I'm very disappointed. Listen, I might get mad online about it on Tuesday. I think I might. I think I really might get mad online on Tuesday about the beer situation. Listen, that's a that's a very fair situation. The one thing that I will just say that as you know, a longtime White Sox fan, you have to be ready to overcome. And adapt, regardless of what the situation is. You know you're going to get adversity placed right in front of you. That, that's just that's just the nature of the business. That's just the nature of what we have to deal with. I don't want to accept this. I don't want to accept this change. I don't. I mean, listen. I long for the days back back when I was in my youth. Back when I was a young man, I used to be able to pop in, you know, three four beers, you know, underneath a jersey. Back before the metal detector days, be able to bring them into the park. I miss those days. I, I long for those days, but sadly they are gone. So, you know, you're just, you're going to have to overcome and you're going to have to adapt. I believe in you. You're, you're a uh, very um, spontaneous, you know, you know, guy and, and, and you've got stick to I believe you'll find a way. I, I will, I will figure this out, but I'm just, I'm, I'm still dis, uh, maybe disappointed is the word. I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. I think we're, I think we're approaching hashtag mad online territory. We are getting to mad online territory. We'll see what happens on Tuesday. I'm back there Wednesday too. Getting a lot of Mariners, White Sox action hey, in there. So Steve, give your schedule for the week in case the people want to come out and, and say hello to NWI Steve. Yeah, let, let's listen. get into this as we enter the first homestand. Yeah, listen, it's it's going to be a busy week, obviously, uh, Tuesday. I'm planning on getting up bright and early, and uh, I will be at the corner of 35th and Shields by about 8, 8.30 on Tuesday. So I'm there to get down to brass tacks and get down to business. I will be back, hashtag back. Thursday afternoon, 1.10 p.m., me and the illustrious Johnny Nani will oh, be taking wow. in the ball. There game. you go. We'll be taking in the ball game. And then on Saturday, 1.10, 
against the Tampa Bay Rays. I'll be I'll be there again. And to conclude the homestand, Sunday, Easter Sunday, nothing says the Lord has risen quite like White Sox baseball. Me and Johnny 90 will be back again. You were just trying to do some convincing in the garage, Steve, before we came down here to record to convince me to celebrate Easter Sunday at the ballpark. We'll see if that happens. I would love to make this happen. Listen, we we've talked we talked about this another night. family Sunday. I, I think fa- family Sunday. It's it's all about together. It's all about bringing the family together. Yeah. That's I love what it. it's all about. Love and it. I think it just makes sense for you and the rest of the Marchese family to come out to the ballpark next Sunday. I love it. I, I might have to buy some tickets. I'll be there Tuesday, opening day, obviously, Steve. Then I'm back there Wednesday with Jake Trojan. We'll be down in Section 157. Johnny's not going to be there, so if you want to have some beers, come on down say hello. We've got the Sox on Tap crew. we got to rotate some stuff because we got to be here afterwards to come talk to you guys. We love this. We love this. So you're going to get some, some different crews this week on the post game show. We have a very well diversified yeah. portfolio. You're going to get some different crews on the post game show this week. It's going to be a really good time. Steve, before we close this down, we have to have a pick to click. Otherwise, Johnny is going to message us in our group chat and say, You guys didn't give out a pick to click. So before, because before we before we get to that, shouldn't we talk about the winners? For today's you should talk clicks. about the winners because for today's picks on cl- picks you know to click. yes during, during last night's white socks during last night's socks on tap post game recap i jumped the gun and i said ta7 you did he was going to come in confirmed he was going to start strong he was going to set the tone and what did ta7 do he set the fucking tone he did today. so people listen in and listen good you heard it here first Pito, Jose Abreu, he's going to have himself a day on Tuesday. Book it. You're going Pito. Confirmed. Going Pito. Hashtag confirmed. First game back at home. Oh, boy. I haven't really given this one much thought at all uh, before we got here, which is why we're at 30 minutes and we haven't brought up Pick the Click for tomorrow. So just pulling a straw out of the hat here. Eloy Jimenez. Eloy Jimenez. He's going to go yard over the White Sox bullpen. I'll even call the section. Call the shot. Eloy Jimenez. Anthony, correct me if I'm wrong, but I heard this somewhere, and I'm not sure if it's been hashtag confirmed, but a wise man once said that, I believe the saying is, ball go far, team go far? You did promise me. A lot of White Sox home runs this season. There's no better way to hashtag set the tone than in the first game. Get a couple of couple of different iterations of fireworks. Spread them out. Give me a couple across a few different innings here. I like it. I like the way you think, Anthony. It would be advantageous and opportunistic. I like when, so. I like when the White Sox are opportunistic. Yeah, and I know as do I. I know our guy Johnny Nani. He loves it when the White Sox are opportunistic. I know he does as well. Steve, I've just got to say to the listeners, come out Tuesday, White Sox opening day. We're gonna be in lot B. Lot B tailgate crew right here. 
you want a shirt, adomtapsportsnet.com. Hit the shop section. Go grab yourself a lot B tailgate crew shirt. And while you're at it, set the tone. Grab a set the tone okay. t-shirt as well. It's 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 the it's the home opener. It's the first White Sox game since game four against the Houston Astros. Fans, you gotta go out there. You gotta bring it. You have to set the tone. There is only one home opener every year. You get one chance to set the tone. Don't drop the ball. Steve's there to tell you. He knows. These are hashtag facts only, like they say in the business. Steve, I'm excited to get out there, have a couple beers, head on into the ballpark. Hopefully we hear some thunderstruck. The boys are back in town on Tuesday. Go check out Johnny Knight's ballpark mix. It's the perfect mix to head on up to the ballpark. Whichever highway you take, the music is still going to be good. Johnny put that together. Head on over to at Nani Johnny on Twitter to find the links to that. I think we've retweeted that from the Sox on Tampa Cup. If we haven't, Johnny probably will at some point. Be sure you're checking out on tap Sportsnet for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Steve, cheers. Victory beers taste better. Sox win today 10-1. Let's do it again on Tuesday. Nice little family Sunday. I love it. Family Sundays. Sox win. White Sox forever. White Sox for life.